Thank you. This morning, um, our um, virtue and vice are avarice and liberality. Um, I think most of you have been here for at least a portion of our vices and virtues series. And um, Matt Milner, our catechist, uh, graciously ceded this, um, this Sunday time to us. And, and we suggested bringing the kids in because um, we love the relationship that our kids have with Kenya. And so we wanted you all to be here. And it also seemed like a festive um, Advent 4 thing to do together. A few comments first about um, avarice and liberality. Uh, I took many, many years of French and um, eventually was reading French literature. And there's a, um, there's a, a piece that I read sometime, probably my senior year in high school, called Lavare. A-V-A-R-E, and I didn't ever think about it at the time as related to the word avarice, but in English, um, lavar is trans, uh, translated miser, and so avarice is being miserly, and I think that that has um, more connotations for us in American culture than uh, the word avarice does, but of course liberality is the is the solution for that. And I think that liberality is connected very much with gratitude. And I thought that I would, um, as we begin, just read a prayer. It's actually a prayer for the table, because that's a time that we often gather and we are grateful. And it's from a little prayer book we have downstairs called Giving Thanks at the Table. We have more of these if you're interested in this. And this is a Jewish meal prayer. I'll read this, and then we'll jump into talking about um, our relationship with Kenya. Let's pray together, even though we don't have any food in front of us. We did have food today, and we will later today, which is a good thing. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for you feed the whole world with your goodness, with grace, with loving kindness, and tender mercy. You give food to all creatures, and your loving kindness endures forever. Because of your great goodness, food has never failed us, Oh, may it not fail us forever and ever for the sake of your great name. You nourish and sustain all creatures and do good to all. Blessed are you, O oh Lord, for you give food to all. Amen. So our relationship with Kenya gives us lots of context for gratitude about our own lives, but also gratitude for the lives of those we partner with in Kenya. And... Um, Kathy is going to tell us more about that. This is Kathy Kathy, for those of you that don't know her. So I included some pictures in this, especially for the kids, because I feel like some of our impressions of Africa are just what you he see here, the beautiful sunsets and the wild animals. And yes, we uh, this was taken by a friend of mine in the, the Jeep in Africa. But Africa has really a huge place. As you can see, the, the United States only takes up a, a small part of it. So of course there are many different parts of Africa that we don't often see. This is the country of Kenya, and you can see where the city of Nairobi is. And in Nairobi, there is the city center, and then you can see all around there, are little, those little boxes are all slums. There are about 40-some slums that surround Nairobi. So although you see Nairobi like this when you visit, what you don't often see um, are the slums. 
This is the city dump in Nairobi. And on the city dump, you can see houses in the, in the background, um, is the village of Dandora. And Dandora was built um, for extra housing for people, but the people ended up using the dump as a, a source of li livelihood, picking through the dump. You can see the people out there, over 6,000 people a day. And this is the village of Dandora. And you can see in this picture three different kinds of houses, the stone houses, the corrugated tin, and then the mud and stick houses. And those are, this is where the children live that we support. And this is a small picture. I'm so sorry that it didn't turn out so big, but this is the school, and this is quite a contrast to the slums. Um, the happy faces of the children, the learning that goes on, the clean water, and the encouragement of this Jesus Christ is Lord over this place. So how in the world did all souls get to Africa, to Kenya, to Nairobi, to Dandora, and to this school? Um, before I tell you, um, I'm, I have learned in my 18 years of being involved with this ministry, there's a couple of things I've learned. And one is that God is in this place. God is fighting for these children, and God is drawing people to be a part of this, and it is a privilege. And he blesses those who are involved. I've seen it over and over, no matter who comes alongside, and he calls people. Um, one story I wanted to tell you about um, how it came that all souls became connected, um, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a, a story that shows how God works over and over. Um, as many of you know, when Brad first started coming here, I did not come with him because I was really involved in another church. And one reason I didn't want to leave our other church is because they were very actively involved with this ministry and we were sending teams out regularly. And I thought, if I go to All Souls, I won't be able to do this anymore and I won't be able to be involved with this place anymore. Um, so All Souls was very open to having me come and talk uh, about my trips to Africa. and. Eventually, Ginger came and visited All Souls, and we were going to have a lunch and invite anybody who was interested, but I knew that All Souls was involved with Rwanda. And right before she came, um, we had been planning this trip. Elaine actually was interested in going on this trip, and, and Ginger called and she said, you know, we have so many churches who want to come. Um, we really are going to only open up trips to churches that partner with us. And we had already started talking about this trip, and I thought, how can I go to All Souls? And say, you have to partner with us. I, I said, I, I, it was one of those things I just got on my knees. I said, okay, God, this is, this is all in your hands. So we were going to have uh, luncheon afterwards, and I was supposed to invite anybody who was interested, but we got talking downstairs, and finally I was the last person downstairs. Nobody was coming to the luncheon except Ginger and a few people. And I thought, oh, my goodness, it's, you know, it was a, a total failure. So I start going out, out of the church, and Martin is talking to somebody, and he turns to me, and he said, Kathy, I, I want a weekly presence of this ministry in our church. And then, just then, the door opened. Rich Baker comes down the stairs because he forgot something. And he and uh, Martin goes, oh, talk to Rich. Rich just happened to be free, came to the luncheon, invited me to be on m and &E, and then how Denny accepted this whole thing is a whole other story that's really worth hearing. Um, but it was like God opened the way um, for this ministry to be part of our church. And... Um, 
I have watched in the 18 years too um, how God has brought this ministry from just a little school to high school, vocational school, accredited, just amazing things. And it's through the partnership of the people here. And this is, these are the children in Dandora. Um, we've gone over, Elaine and I went over. We've had solar light. You all helped give solar lights one, one advent. We've had fill a bowl. Um, this is the Beitlers making their own bowl. We had a Chick-fil-A night. Some of you may recognize yourselves. Um, Rich and Mary went over and visited uh, our sponsored kids at, when they were over there for a conference. The Wheaton College kids offered to do an improv night and give all the uh, proceeds to the kids in Kenya. We started a higher ground project with, which ended up morphing into helping the vocational school get started and one of our own sponsored kids graduated from that vocational school. We had a bead workshop. We sold ornaments to, that Sarah Gordon lovingly made um, to raise money one, one advent. We have our um, annual uh, Grace Garden workshop that raises money for the kids. And then our fill a bowl where we bring our offerings during Lent and they buy food for the so in all these ways, All Souls has helped come alongside in many more ways that I didn't have pictures for. The other thing we do is sponsor children. Isaac, Jayflit, Boniface, Francis, Faith, um, Wilson, Ryan, Jaceline, and Virginia, who you see up here. And we sponsor 10 children and help change their lives. So I did. We're going to show a video, Lord willing, and the crick don't rise. <laughs> and hopefully we have sound. Okay. This was made by the children in, or the people of Kenya. This was not made by people from the West.
at least the family doesn't go hungry. The environment is a bit hostile even to the pupils and even the community as a whole. Uh, you talk about um, a school dropout, especially in girls, teenage pregnancies, drugs and crime. So if you have the best guardians and you have the best person to take you through, you can succeed. But in the same time, Dandora can take you in and you just become normal. I come from a humble background. Many a times we were not able to, to, to get the basics. In 1990, uh, my parents passed on. That's my mom. When we were growing up, uh, we used to have situations where we don't have food, and we had to go scrapping here and there. Shelter is also a problem. You stay in a slum. And uh, during rainy seasons and also cold seasons, it's also very difficult for you to survive. I was going home uh, to not, not good conditions because we were having like a single room and we are two girls and my mom and my dad. It wasn't easy. We heard about a school, a program that had been started to take care of students, young boys and girls coming from uh, backgrounds that are, that are lacking. People never knew about KDS. So it was only a feeding program, and I was taken in as a small young boy. At that time, I never used to see any importance of education. It was just going there to eat. The times you, you could go home, there is nothing to eat. Uh, at least whatever I ate at school, uh, it will be able to push me up to the following day. Something also with these meals is that it comprises of a balanced diet in that every day we get a different sample of food. I appreciate that opportunity which went a long way in keeping me in school. provided an environment where the kids who came from broken uh, backgrounds, some of them didn't have parents completely, they lived with guardians, and even some of those that had parents had issues with those parents because those parents are victims of circumstances. 
and there was no peace in those homes. So when we realized that and provided this unique environment that is uh, replicate a good home, then these kids felt that they're in a home. A home environment that includes everything require that all angles of care is given. You can't just give academics and provide education to a kid that's unhealthy. Do give them multivitamins, uh, medicines that are basic for healthcare. You do take care of their simple maladies and other things. And once they get sick, they will always visit our, our clinic. Somewhere these kids can be attended to, just like any other kid is attended to elsewhere. The Bible is the answer to every situation. So whenever we have these emotions, we can get answers from the Bible. My parents died when I was only three years old. So I'd only spent three years with my parents. We used to think nobody can understand us. Nobody knows how we, the situations we go through. Nobody knows how difficult at home is. But once we came, the teachers there took us in their arms, like fathers, like mothers, and they started treating us as a family, as children. For us to be able to make a transition from survival to now being in a position to, to, to impact the world, to change the world, to drive the agenda uh, of, of the world, we needed to acquire education. And we needed to be good at it. student leaders and these student leaders we develop them mainly from here so that we are able to lay the foundation in accordance with um, Proverbs 22 verse 6 which says train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will never depart from it so we are expecting that as we develop and nurture them from here they'll be able to be of benefit in their churches and also they'll be able to be of benefit in the community I want to say I'm born again and I love Jesus Christ as my personal Savior I was born again in this school. I've known God in this school. Even the buildings themselves are written, Jesus is Lord over this place. It has been cultivated in the minds of the students. Apart from academics, the next thing that I really got from KDS was being a God-fearing child. Because from the time when Junja and Madam Jane, when they come and talk to us, they end a statement by God bless you, I love you with the love of God, such statements, they used to encourage me. So when I got to class seven, from the, from the spiritual nourishing that we used to get from pastor and some of our students who are born again, um, I decided to, to give my life to Christ. And from class seven up to date, I've still held on to, to Christ. Uh, we have 
several spiritual activities uh, right here at the school and also at the secondary school and uh, cover, covering also the staff and also the parents so that we are actually involving the entire KBS uh, fraternity. Always be dance unto the Lord. Praise be to God. For people in the obedience. Praise be to God. When we join this school, we come from different backgrounds. Some seems to be have been rejected. Some children here are orphans. Others have single parents. But when we come here and learn more about love, how to love one another, how to share, we get be encouraged by the world and through that we are in a position to grow deep in Christ. We came to help. We have offered solutions to the problems that the community is facing. And we have programs that we conduct with the, with the community directly. For example, we do give solar lamps, uh, we give care baskets, a care basket is a, is a gift from the donors to the to KDS families. And we have been careful enough to make sure that we distribute, we give them out during school break. During this time, I think the needs tend to be more larger uh, in the families because the students are at home. Shure ikifugwa, mdoto anatua basket. Ya chakura, kuna kuwanga na Easter basket, nakuanga na ya, ya, ya Christmas basket. Kwa hivyo akienda nyumbani utaenda kuhaswa anakula nini utafanya nini? Mtoto amepewa kama mauga hapo masukari, masabuni ya kuoga. We realize that most of our children uh, come from a background where they cannot afford houses with electricity. So the solar lamps actually uh, is a, a great gift to these children. They are able to they are able to use uh, them for their homework doing their homework at home. Generally, uh, the solar lamps are very important to our students. Looking at our mission of transforming the children and the youth, these young people, from this kind of special environment, we realized that we can't just provide academics only. We should open up to accommodate kids with various and diversity of uh, gifts and talents. So we came up with a vocational and technical training, which is now at the beginning, uh, just at the nascent stage. But with time, that's where we want to be the, our next frontier. Somebody found it within their hearts and trusted, it was guided by God to lift me, hold my hands, and walk with me throughout that journey. I was not being carried so that they can be put somewhere else and walk away. I was, I was being held so that they can be strong enough to hold other people. I'm proud to say that even as I walked out of university, I was coming back 
to be of service to somebody else. To let somebody else believe that there is light at the end. There is hope for tomorrow. I've always been having this love that one day, really, I want to come back in my society and change the lives. Just as I was changed, I need to change something. So when I came back, I thought, why don't I do this? Instead of looking for other jobs somewhere else, why don't I come back into the same school that I was raised in and help them out to raise good students just like I was raised? You know, life, it's not a matter of me helping myself. I go and get education, go get a job, and I forget about everything else. So that's why I decided to take part in community development so that I can come back and start something from where I came from in Kinyago because I really want that the kids that are coming from there to have a different perspective about life and they also get to have someone who has come from the same background and know that there is hope. KDS, with the help of KCF, is actually uh, providing light and actually transforming this community. There was a song that our children used to sing and the song uh, was saying uh, Kinyago Dandora School, that is KDS, is the talk of the village. So almost everybody from the community could want their children to come to KDS because they, they know that we have uh, activities that benefit their children. KDS may be seen as a village school, a setup that may not really appear. Uh, or be visible from the world out there. But we can do a very big thing. Just as they say in the Bible, can anything good come out of Bethlehem? Then we were also asking, and everybody was asking, can anything good come from KDS and Dandora? So we have proven that that can happen.
we're fortunate enough to be going to visit um, our friends in KDS. We're going to get to see all of our kids, all of our kids. And um, our team leaves in February, February 8th. And um, we, we go in a different way than we've ever gone before. Um, we've been reading the book, Slow Kingdom Coming. And in, the, in Slow Kingdom Coming, he talks about five practices to go well to a place. Um, seeing the need, um, having the courage to see where we fall short, and we do fall short, um, going in humility, being present, listening to learn, um, seeking transformation together, being with, partnering with someone, not just doing things for them, and being brave enough to see truth and putting your feet on the ground. Presence is very important to the African people. And so the people who are going to go and be present with them, Jennifer Merck and Anise Foster and Angela Webster and myself. And we are going to be seeking to learn from them and seeing Kenya in a whole new way. You know, who, who are these people? Who is this woman? Why is she in the dump? You know, why, what is it like to walk these streets as a child? What is it like to send your children out in these streets to school every day? What is it like to live in this house? Or to sleep with seven to ten people in one room at night? Or to eat, subsist on ugali, which is like a stiff porridge? Or to worship in a place like this? Or, let me get this up a little. Who is this person and why are they sitting in midday in front of their house? Why is Stephen picking through the dump? And how can we help children like him experience this? And those are some of the questions we'll be asking. And we'll be learning a lot from people from Dandora will be coming and talking to us. We'll be going and visiting them. And um, then we hope to figure out how to bring that all back to all souls and make them more a part of our church. We have an Advent project that we've been talking about. And um, how long is the video for Okay, I think we'll try to do that. Um, the video mentioned, uh, this video that we just saw mentioned um, nutrition a lot. And that clearly is something that draws families um, to having their children come to the school. And I think one of the men talked about there being a wide variety of food that's given and that is true especially compared to what they would normally be eating at home however it's not the same sort of variety um, that you and I have access to if we go to Jewel or Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and um, because of that a lot of the kids suffer from malnutrition so what we are working on is providing the ship or participating in providing the shipping costs for some nutritional powder uh, my understanding is that KDS applied for a grant that gave them the powder for free, but it's heavy and they need to ship it over. It's going to be part of a research project where um, they see whether there is progress the kids are making with their health and with their academics. And um, we are hoping to join with them in terms of um, covering some of the shipping costs. And we've got a quick video that talks about the project. and. Um, specifically the company that makes the nutritional powder and the, um, the grant that KDS got. I'm going to try. I have to find it.
KCF. <laughs> skills are minimal at least at best <laughs> so why don't we just open it up and see if you have any questions about the ministry about all souls involvement about anything um, about the kids I'm so glad you asked that question there are churches all over the United States and a few in England that are supporting um, Kenya Children's Fund and we actually are going to be on this trip with another church who has been partnering with um, KDS for over 10 years. So we're really excited to be sharing ideas with this church and asking what they're doing. 